So have you got like a who am I for our cold opening? Yeah, I, I do. But right. something's on my mind right now. Something that's really been bothering me. I feel like we're going to hear about it. it 100%. <laughs> you know that song? What doesn't kill you makes you strong. It's a piece of shit song. Kelly Clarkson. But that's some bullshit. Think about it for one second. If you got okay. attacked by a bear mm. and it mm-hmm, dismembered mm-hmm. you of three <laughs> of your major, major appendages, oh, say babe. tore your larynx out, gave you major right. brain damage, so yep. you just left in a fucking wheelchair with one leg and no way of communicating with the world, are you really stronger? In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, Unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. G'day there, MJK. What's up? So did you guess? (laughs) Yeah, actually, it could have been a Who Am I of who sang that song. Negative. Oh. Do you want to hear my train of thought on how I got to Kelly Clarkson? Yes. Though? I thought because for some reason Guy Sebastian came up recently. Okay. And I was like, all oh, right, because he was an Idol contestant. And someone was Correct. like, nah, he was the winner. I was like, nah, nosy. And they're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, Shannon nah, nah, Noel nah. was the runner up. Runner and up. I was like, Correct. Get the Correct. And then I was like. Was there ever any famous idol? And they were like, yeah, Clarko. And I was like, oh, yeah, Alistair Clarkson. And they're like, no, <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Kelly And then I was like, yeah. what does she sing? And then I was like, that song's that some bullshit. That was your train of thought. Uh-huh. It was some bullshit. Uh-huh. When you said bad, my mind just went Leo DiCaprio in Revenant. I wish. Definitely made him stronger, but uh, definitely oh. not in your character's <laughs> predicament. And uh, anyway, we are here on, uh, what are we? Season 7, episode 8. Wow, we're getting into the uh, the deep end. Of no, another, another podcast. podcast. Tell me something. Mm, mm-hmm. Do you remember this jam? Mm. A hundred percent, yeah. So I was in the car today with my sister and a cover of that came on and I was like, this ain't the original and I couldn't for the life of me even remember who fucking did this song. Mm. No, me neither. <laughs> how much that? But it turns out I listen to this song a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I've also just re- I swear I've recently heard that song in a movie or a trailer or somewhere. We need to look it up in between segments yeah. because yeah. But I was thinking about music this morning. I was picking up leaves and doing chores this morning. I was like, imagine if you had to pick a playlist for your life, a hundred songs only. Now a hundred sounds like a lot, but there are a lot of songs. We are. In our 30s. Any playlist I've ever put together often goes to like five hours. And then I'm Whoa. like, at least I get no repeats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're and then when it, it does repeat, I'm not mad because I'm like, yeah, this song. <laughs> and you f- might have forgotten about it. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I could pick a hundred songs. Like I wouldn't be able to think of a number of like a hundred off the top of my head that are mm. uniquely specific to like, yes, this song means so much or I was at the concert or I was doing this when I heard that song. Like, 
Rolling Stones, I'm um, not Rolling Stones, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge would be on there. I remember right. being at a party when I was 16 and hearing it. And also Toxicity, System of a Down. Someone else played that at a party when I was 16 and I remember going, these guys are cool, they just hijacked the system to play metal music. I love it. But anyway. That's like, I know 100% Gangster's Paradise by Coolio oh, would be on my Oh, damn. House of the Rising Sun by The Animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, my favorite jam probably of all time, Don't Speak. Oh, no doubt. My favorite part of that Gwen song. Gwen Stefani. I've said it on the podcast before, but it's when Gwen just gives up on words and goes, la, la, la. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh man, that's, speaking... that's not even getting into deep hip hop or hardcore or you know oh, what I mean. Oh like... man, speaking of, uh, uh, who, what, this is our segment of what have you watched lately? And I think it's been another month since we've recorded and released. I it's think been because there's been four or five. What if four? Yeah, episodes true. You of could what think if. of it that way. Yeah. So that's how I know it's been a little bit. So it's been a while. So I've watched a little bit. Thank God. Shall I start? Please, because okay. I I led this the last couple of weeks. And all right, we're gonna mix it up. You I know, need like a little time, little time to <laughs> clear my throat and get fired up on some gold juice. All oh damn! Days. Saturday mm-hmm. night, I finished season two of Motherland Fort Salem. I've mentioned it before. Obviously, Fort Salem's a bit of a giveaway there that it is about witches, and season two. Ended on a bit of a cliffhanger and then just, I think, like the day after they announced season three, I was like, yes, because this show is totally dope. It's not one that I've been able to access on any streaming services, so I've had to, like, watch it on virus-filled websites. (laughs) Um, But definitely recommend it if you love anything with witches, supernatural, um, but also really hardcore. It's that one I showed you the first two minutes of where Mm -hmm. the... um, I remember. Witchcrafts were terrorists. That's full on, yeah. Um, I yeah. finished the. What did you say? Just anyone listening. Oh, yeah, where everyone was like. <laughs> Which is not. No. This is like the most intense two minutes to any TV show I've ever seen. And we're like. <laughs> I finished um, Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty, that book I, was, I mentioned I was reading last time, finally finished it. Uh, that's the Australian author. It's now on. Amazon Prime, it's aired seven out of eight episodes, which I've watched all of so far. So I'll speak about that when um, the last ep airs. But yeah, enjoyed the book for what it was. It's quite quick and witty and full of lots of character-driven storylines. So it was pretty good. Um, (laughs) Susie and I battled to get through it, but we finished season one of Sex Life. We only tuned in because our mate Sarah Shahi from The L World Fame and Barely Legal and... You know, she pops up City in Rookie and City on a Hill. Um, she's in it. But, man, it was a slug because it was in top ten for ages. But it really is just like a really poor, poorly written drama. But it's got a lot of sex in it. That's why everyone watched it. Right. That and, like, seeing the guy's junk in episode three. Um, so, yeah, that was a, a hard watch. <laughs> Did you even get to see some titties? <laughs> a lot, yeah. You're seeing everything, so... It was full on, but um, yeah, it was not a good storyline. We also finished season two of Line of Duty, the UK cop show. Oh, right. Yep. About the AS12 to look into corrupt policemen. That's a really good show. Um, we've just watched the first two eps of season three and we're like, oh man, this is getting better and better. So we're looking forward to um, continuing that. I told you, I think it was last episode I said I finished playing um, How Do You Pronounce It Properly? Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Don't cancel me. Lord Sakai. I finished that, but um, because I had a copy 
the disc, it allowed me to buy the director's cut for 30 bucks. Now I'd actually borrowed it from Scusi, so I haven't spent any money on this game despite all the hours I've spent on it. So I like, hey, spent 30 bucks, got me the director's cut and a whole new island. So an X-Pack opened up. So I finished that entire storyline as well and then went back to Ghost of and finished all the tales I hadn't yet done. And so for the listeners, I'm nodding at her like, like a wise samurai. A wise well samurai. done, my student. And I realise like I'll have a lot of Asian themed things, Asian themed things coming through in this list, uh, because later we'll be talking about Shang Chi. Finally, some representation. Yes, 100. Um, percent But yeah, that was an excellent DLC, and highly recommend that game. I finished reading Alice's. Well, it's actually called Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, but we know us know it as Alice, Alice in Wonderland, Wonderland, which was written in 1865 by Lewis Carroll. And I could actually buy it at Dimmick's. They've got all these new leather-bound classics. They look real slick. So I bought Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass were in one book. And I read it and... Dimmick's. You Dimmick's. Have, oh, mate. For people who just want to buy shit like to put on their Kindle and stuff... Now you got people who are whores for leather-bound shit. No. You people are smart. Love Don't that leather-bound shit. Damn But yeah, looks. it's a classic and it comes up all the time and it's actually going to come up again in a trailer that I watched um, since the last episode. It gets mentioned in shows like Westworld. Um, it's referenced all the time throughout other media and I'm like, I should check this out. It's such a classic text of what it's all about. Oh my God, it's just... Basically, it ends with, and then she wakes up laying on her sister's lap it was all a dream mm. you're like so was it a dream was it not a dream and was there any point to this yeah it's always i'm the not cop getting out the metaphor thing. but yeah. anyway so it was a bit trippy i've never seen the movie so i had no idea what to expect as in the animation yeah i haven't seen the animation or what the live action the fuck? everyone says the animation's dope i've only seen it a couple of times but i remember always liking it yeah you know when we were kids the rotation was always like Lion King, mm-hmm. Little yeah, Mermaid, yeah, yeah. Aladdin, all that kind of stuff. So you only had so many Disney movies. You I know was going to say, is that a Disney thing that I might be able to find on Disney Plus? Now I'm questioning my life, but I'm pretty sure it is a Disney movie. Suss it, suss it out. Um, I watched The Protégé set in Hong Kong. So there, No, set in Vietnam. So there's our little crossover there with some more Asian-themed things. This has got Maggie Q in the lead. It's a 2021 release with Samuel Jackson, Maggie Q, and Michael Keaton. She's basically a trained assassin who wants revenge for um, killing, spoiler alert, Samuel L. Jackson, but he's in a lot of it. So don't think you're signing up to not see much of him. And like, it's Maggie Q kicking ass for like a, a long, well, it's been a long time since she's done that like, in uh, Nikita and Stalker. Um, you know so that was really I'm, dope. You know, all I'm hearing is if it's I see Maggie that Q. movie, I've got another MGK movie review coming up. That's yes. Right. The Vulture and Nick Fury. I know. Yeah. You, you need to see uh-huh. it. Um, oh, uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow just finished season six. So that was a lot of fun. Season seven's out like middle of October. So I just love that show. It's always so quirky and different every week because they're time traveling to different times. Um, and season one. Yeah, season one's actually yeah, it's it's doesn't know where it fits yet and it doesn't hasn't worked out that it can just go batshit crazy and people will still watch it. And that kind of finds that switch in season three and you're like, Oh, it knows what it can do now and people will still stick around if not get new audience members. Um and so that's still going strong. And then what was it? I was watching so I watched that YouTube channel Corridor Crew. They react to stunts. Uh, CGI and animation in film and TV 
and they often have stunt people on with them, like legit stunt people who've worked in everything from the MCU to, you know, the Punisher on uh, Netflix. Those movies you like with Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they react to all of that stuff and they reacted. To, there's one stunt guy on there. He's really cool, but he was had to fight against Jason Statham in something. And I was like, Jason Statham? You know what? I've never seen those Transporter films. Like, I've never actually seen them. So I went and bought one and two on... You can't get them streamed anywhere, but one and two on Blu-ray for like 18 bucks or something. And I watched one, which was released in 2002. And then I watched the sequel, which was released 2005, like back to back throughout the week. Um, and yeah, watched them for the first time, like Jason Statham sort of finding his place in Hollywood. Pretty much all his movies are essentially the same, except for when you get to something... Like well, transporter was broom broom in Europe, so that's how you know it's broom, very broom different. In Europe, yeah, you know, and then cranks like and then broom broom in his heart in you know the yeah, streets. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then Fast and Furious is broom broom something else, and then yeah, like Transporters no... Two is set in Miami. So is that with the the chick on the cover? Because well, I, I think I was yeah, working in a blonde chick. Yeah, yeah, yes, barely very, wearing anything after time. Very skinny, very skinny outfit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Then of course, what I watched the day after that, back to back, Transporter Three on Stan and Binge, you can stream it, um, which was 2008. Was that still Statham? <clears throat> that was still Statham. There's a fourth one without him, which I'm not going to watch. Which is the guy that kind of replaced him in the prequels, even though they were technically sequels of Death Race. Pretty sure it's oh, the same guy. Oh, really? I but don't he, know. I'd have to look into that. I think he's that. making his bones as the sequel guy wow. who isn't Statham. <laughs> he's like, I'm making money. Who yeah, cares? why not? Mm. Um, then I watched another dope film that is set in... Oh, shit. Is this the one that's in Hong Kong? No, it's Japan. Um, it's called Kate, and it's got the chick whose name I always forget, but you'll get it in one guess if I tell you one movie Trinity. she's been in. No. 10 Cloverfield Lane. What's her name? Oh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, I always forget her name. I know it's Mary. And then I'm like, Haley Joel Osmond, <laughs> Olsen twins. Like, I just get so confused. Because it's... But anyway, she's Mary Threshold. Yeah. What is happening? My mind doesn't. Because doesn't Mary Kate Olsen is just, and then you have yeah, the glitch. Yes. And that's why it's <laughs> Haley Joel's. I'm tweaking. I'm tweaking. About to explode. Oh my God. But she is so kick ass in this as the lead. And she, the fight scenes are epic and so violent. I wasn't expecting them to be so graphic than what they were. It's just, it's. Um, a new release on Netflix came out a week ago and she holds her own and basically she's got 24 hours to live. So she's got to fucking kill everyone that's ever done her wrong. It keeps coming up on like, because uh, I do all my streaming through my PlayStation. So yes, when it same. comes up on the thing, it's like in the rec, because it's a new feature on there, the recommendations for yes. your streaming sites. Yep. And it's been sitting there and oh, I keep looking yeah, at it. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's how I sound. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Hey, I reckon it's fun. It's just fun. All right, I'll put it on the list. All right. And then today I saw Shang-Chi, so we'll talk about that later. And then moments before I came here, sadly, I watched the last ever episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, which I hook you up with. I hook you up with. All right. Sadly, because she got robbed while watching. <laughs> Not sadly because it was sad. <laughs> No, it's just a, a bummer that it's over and everything's going to come to an end. So, um, That's what she said. Yeah, sad to see that go. And in other news as well, I bought a PS5. So you might have seen on the story. It's very exciting. Yeah, and she didn't get me one. What a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> I didn't have $1,500 lying around. But anyway, speaking of $1,500, what have you watched lately? Before, before I get into what oh, I've been shit. watching, I need to make an apology to you um, and our listeners. Well, Parasite is cold ringing. 
That's my fault. Ah, nice, mm. nice. Yep. Mm. I know some things, you know. No, no, but I was very aggressive with you. <laughs> I was ready. You to listened tr- to it back, did you? Yeah. <laughs> and then moments later, like after the podcast, I even messaged you and was just like, hey, yo, so I did some research. And turns out Parasite is Carl Rin. Don't know what I was smoking. And you're all like, me neither. So good for me. <laughs> all right. So I finished that Marvel's game. I was really shitty at. Shitty oh, at. Marvel's Avengers. Okay, I lied. I finished the Avengers reassemble little campaign. Mm-hmm. So 90% in, I finally got to play Captain America and do some wall running. Oh, oh yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, all up. That's not a fun a, character. Not a very good game. Yeah. Glitchy as fuck. <laughs> Story was kind of boring, but... Um, I started doing the Kate Bishop one and I'm enjoying Firing Arrows. So, Oh, yeah, cool. I never got to play that one. Uh, well, I'll let you know how it is. And it's relatively quick, I'm pretty sure, because I think I'm already 50% in and I've only played yeah, like right. two and hours. Yeah, right. And she's the even. main in the Hawkeye show that's coming up, right? Yeah, the, the yeah. Haley Steinfeld yeah. person mm-hmm. who she's playing. So, yeah. Uh, watched a couple of movies for the first time. I watched Alone on Netflix. Do tell. I don't know why, but the trailer kind of like just, I was like, Ooh. Is this new? Uh, 2019, 2020. Okay. Came across this old school horror uh, chick, like, relocating into a small town. Some dude kind of, like, oh, I think bothering I her on the, the road, poster, yeah. all this kind of stuff. Then approaches her in, like, a car park. Like, oh, I'm sorry, that was me in the car. And then just keeps popping up. And, oh, dear. Yeah, so you're like, okay, well, it's clear what this guy's mm-hmm. intentions are. He eventually kidnaps her and all this kind of shit. She escapes, yada, yada, yada. I was still kind of on board, even though it's like, okay, this story's happened before. The yeah. guy's admitted that, oh, you're not the first one, all this kind of cheap shit. But then he has this monologue. <laughs> he has this monologue because uh, <clears throat> she's like uprooted her entire life because her husband killed himself. And oh, dear. She's going Jesus. through emotional trauma. It's just darker and darker. He somehow finds this out because of her iPad, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. That, this guy's a good stalker. So um, he's doing this. She's in the wilderness and he's shot her with a rifle and he's like, I'll give you two hours to live and goes into this stupid monologue. Like, yeah, I imagine how you feel, how you felt because he killed himself. You could have saved him. And then at the end he goes, yeah. And I'll assure you, I'll find you, you delicious bitch. And I'm like, that's it. This movie stinks. (laughs) I'm like, that's the best writing you could come up with. You delicious bitch. You didn't turn it off. I watched it to yeah, the end. No, stick with it, yeah. So it's like it most through. Netflix originals. I think it was an hour 40. Could have been, you know, 12 minutes. <laughs> Could have been a short film. Um, I watched Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Oh, did you laugh as much as I laughed? <laughs> I don't think I laughed as much as I shook my head and just was like, all right, <laughs> this like, is what it is. Oh, man. Selma Hayek definitely stole that. Yeah, I know. She was so much fun. Um, I watched Nomadland with our girl Frances McDormand. Yeah, Frances Fan, directed by Chloe Zhao, who's directing The Eternals. Uh, have you seen Nomadland? I haven't. I know she won. They both won uh, Oscars for directing and acting. All right, it looks I'll weird, but it's based on real people. I'll put this in a nutshell. Then those re- real people are in the film. There's oh. two actors in the entire film. Oh, and it's which is Frances. Painfully obvious. Right. So she's acting the house down while these people are like, hey, check out these rocks here. No wonder why she's on the Oscar. She's I just sh- looking. I shit in a bucket and all this. Oh, wow. But yeah, nomads are apparently really obsessed with rocks and not showering. That's pretty <laughs> much all I got from the movie. <laughs> kind of a hard watch. Oh, Two yeah, hours of not literally interested. nothing. Like, if you appreciate. Because it's not even a great story. It's just. Cinematography was good. But it's just like you're watching a really good actor yeah. in a role she's getting into, but it's, it's yeah. 
unless you not sort of lifted up by other people. And, and unless you're interested in the nomad way of life and how they just the nomadic lifestyle. Yeah, no. yeah, it's there's, it's kind of pointless. Um, I watched Top Boy season one and season two, which were picked up by Netflix. It's a show that was originally in 2011 and 12 mm-hmm. British series and you know how the brits are weird they've got like four part seasons yeah yeah so it's based on like you know very european thing gangsters <laughs> in like you know housing areas you know dudes who are like their whole life is just selling drugs on corners mm-hmm. it's like the wire but in england um and the reason i watched that is because season three of top boy which only came out last year right was trending and i was like that looks like something i'm interested in and then i was like so you went back there's two more seasons uh-huh. so i watched those first and yeah, right. loved it yeah highly recommend it if you're into people being like your blood would you look at fam don't be looking at me like that <laughs> you sideways look at me bro or i could just come here and you could speak like yeah, that that could work too um <clears throat> so i w- finished watching season two and season three of the simpsons nice season three and season four of fresh off the boat still loving it ne- netflix both Disney. Nice. The Orville. Oh, yeah. Watched that yep. on Disney as well, season one. And finished watching season five, Rick and Morty, which honestly was kind of a disappointment. Mm, facts. Um, my favorite documentary that I recently watched, the Untold series on Netflix, Crime and Penalties. Oh. I'll give you a quick snapshot. So a dude who loved ice hockey, our age. Yep. Right? So young. Yes. Yep. <laughs> but this was when he was 17. Oh. He was playing like whatever grade hockey, mm-hmm. checks a dude into the board, breaks his leg. His dreams of being a hockey player crushed. Yeah. His dad, notorious monster, buys him his own minor league team, makes him the, like the president oh, yeah. of it. All really happened, by wow. the way. In New York. Wow. They get in all these ringers. What era? This this was when we were 17. Oh, okay. So 2004. Yep. Right? Okay. Gets in all these ringers. Yep. Pretty much saves the minor league because of all the money and all the fans and all the revenue they're bringing in. Oh, wow. Just, they make it to the the finals. And then the father, who's being investigated by the FBI the whole time, Uh, goes goes to prison and their little their little chapter of life gets kind of shut down, but the whole the ascension and then the dissension. Oh wow! Fascinating watch, great little documentary. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so the Untold series does a whole bunch of cool shit, and I mentioned the Malice in the Palace last That's episode. That's right. Yep. Which I watched and I covered it pretty well off in that. <clears throat> Two other docu series, which I'll just run through quickly: Fear City, New York, and the Mafia. It was just more so the legalities of all the five families in New York. Yep kind of interesting to watch for the first episode because it covers the families and the capos all that kind of stuff yeah. the rest of it's just the law and how fucked up it is mm, and same with imagine. the sons of sam descent into darkness which covers yep. the son of sam are you aware of that one Mm-mm. a serial killer i was gonna say York, son of sam serial killer right 70s um they basically uncover decades later that oh, which was a I theory anyway <laughs> i love it but uh, that he wasn't working alone oh. and he's since gone on record that he hasn't, but all of the oh. lawyers and police are just stubborn saying, no, oh. like we're, we're satisfied. We, with we've, we've believed the fa- this. The families are like, hey man, we it's pretty obvious that he wasn't working alone. Let's get some closure kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I watched Ali Wong, Baby Cobra. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. 
Ali Wong, 2018, Hard Knocks Wife. Seen that too. Both on the Netflix. Love it. And I watched Andrew Santino's Home Field Advantage of 2017 on the Prime. I've made it a Sunday thing to, right. watch, a, to watch a comedy special. That's not a bad routine. And it's, it gives me a nice giggle at the end of the week. I was going to say, good way to, well, you know, end or start the week. However you perceive a Sunday, is it the end of the week? Is it the start? We'll just never know. Speaking of what we've watched lately, that does include trailers. Have you watched any in the last few weeks that you want to share? Well, yes, I have. You delicious bitch. Let me ask if you've seen this one. What was that? Matrix 4. Yes, also known to the regular people. <laughs> yep. Resurrection. Oh, <laughs> Matrix 4, Resurrection. Yes. Now, that was the other trailer that referenced Alice in Wonderland. There's a book that you see in an extreme close-up, closed on the desk, because obviously you're talking about are we in reality or are we dreaming? So there's that obviously intertextual link there that I mentioned earlier. But obviously it's Kiana looking like current Kiana, not like Matrix Kiana, and I'm watching it going, what the fuck happened at the end of number three? Do I need to revisit that to know where I'm at? It's obviously him living in the... Real world, if you will. Quote, unquote, or if you will, the Matrix. Or is he in the Matrix? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's the real world, the Matrix. See, I'm lost you already. You know what's a really good, another really good Alice in Wonderland type film? Yeah. The original Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is true. Uh-huh. Just saying. And it has connections with, I saw this whole comparison between that and Donnie Darko with the reference to the White Rabbit and going down a rabbit hole with the metaphor of that and spinning out of control mm-hmm. and all these sorts of things and being awake or not being there and having visions. The way that it was written was like, oh, yeah, this actually has merit as a comparison. And that was another place I had seen Also this great soundtrack. Yeah, oh, 100%. Anyway, Matrix 4. I can't agree with that. You haven't seen Alice in Wonderland. I thought, oh, I thought no, you, you were referring to Johnny Darko. Being that, yeah, I was. So, oh, right, but yeah. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Peace. Anyway, have you got any thoughts on Matrix 4? Except I'm just confused. Um, there's red pills, there's blue pills, there's current day Kiana, there's Trinity back in it, which is dope. And, uh, you know, uh, mind-bending special effects. First and foremost, they've recast Morpheus, so that kind of hurt. Yes, what the heck? But that's okay because with what like they're going version for could make sense because it's, is it the real world? Is it not? Is it who yeah. remembers? Is it the, there's not enough also too much going on for me to chuck yeah. a knife into yeah. it. But um, yeah, I'd be keen to see it, mm. but I had zero interest in the second and third films. Yeah, they were terrible from memory. Yeah. yeah. With that green highlight through them. Ugh. And originally this was meant to come out the same day as John, John Wick 4, <laughs> but we've heard nothing of, right? No trailer or anything to this yeah, point. Yeah, no. So they're so. going to come out very differently. COVID had different plans. Uh, the other trailer I watched was for Hawkeye, the upcoming Disney Plus TV series. Oh, my the next God, one me too. Yeah. Christmas time. Yay. It is a Christmas theme. It's very diehard, Mo Malone. So, so to speak, but yes, um, we're just setting that up, what that looks like. My mate Tim's very excited because he's read all the comics and it looks like it's really going to um, depict and convey a lot of the tone of the comic that actually gets quite quirky. 
doesn't take itself too seriously all the time. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. Um, with uh, what's her name? Haley Steinfeld's character. You Kate said Bishop. It before Kate Bishop. Yeah. Uh, to see what happens with that and him trying to get back to his family and whether they're going to cast. Uh, look, her name, it's escaped us. Now dead to me, actress's wife. Can you remember her name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you give me the initials? Linda Cardinelli. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Linda. <laughs> uh, not that you listen, but anyway. Just remember this. If you're this, in it, that'll be cool. Remember this. Just always refer LC. to it as my boo, Elsie. <laughs> Say it like and that. And like, what's Elsie stand for? And then you'll be all like, La Quinta Carletos. La Quinta La Carlos. Yeah, I'll be making it up. What's like, her name now? Uh, Linda Carlelli. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. But I've watched every other Disney series, TV series and movie. So I'll be checking this out. Marvel's Disney November 24th. Plays. She still hasn't watched Game Changers, y'all. All right. I watched the Marvel Spider-Man 2 teaser trailer, which... Oh, uh, I saw that as well. <laughs> let's be honest. It was, it was pretty much a trailer. Right, and it has a lot of Doctor Strange in it, which I didn't realize. N- n- no, I said I said Marvel's Spider-Man Two teaser. Oh, the video, the video game. game. They've already got a teaser out for that, have they? Yeah, that's sick. Right. That's not till next year, I don't think. Twenty twenty-three. Oh, what? Oh my god, that is a tease. All right, but just to get back to Far mm-hmm. From Home, yeah. Marvel's Wolverine teaser, the which game? was more Another of a teaser. Video game. Yes. And then Marvel's Midnight Suns, which I have no interest in, another oh, game. Okay. Um, which looks like it's made by the same folk who did the Avengers game. Okay. Just another ensemble. Which could be clunky. Wolverine, Doctor Strange, a whole bunch of other characters. Okay. Okay. So now <clears throat> to uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, take the bat. Yes, a lot of Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's all I remember. And more Zendaya. And Homeboy what, Wong what going like, you do not want to do this. And he's like, nah, I got this Wong. Wong. Don't worry, Wong. I saw him today. With you in Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thanks for the spoiler, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> more to come. Speaking of anyway. uh, the, the mm-hmm. MCU taking over the world. Yes. Both Wong and Shuri, Black Widow's, sorry, not Black Widow, Black Panther's sister. Oh, yes. Both were in Top Boy. Really? Yeah. Oh, you could do that as your Marvel review. <laughs> Except it's a TV show, so I don't know if I want to... Ah, yeah, true that, true that, true that. I want to go track, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, for me, did you want to talk any more about the Spider-Man shit? No. Nah. Right, cool. <laughs> Fuck Spider-Man. Yeah, that's... Oh, they're just the fact that, obviously, everyone knows he's Spider-Man, right? Or, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's done wrong. And he's like, hey, Doctor Strange, can you, like, use a potion because you're a wizard? And he's like, I'm a sorcerer. But then no one will he's like, yeah, but so no Spider-Man. one knows. He's like, no problem. No one will know. He's, Bob, like, see you he's like, whoa, no one, not even MJ or Aunt May <laughs> or my buddy who's actually bald in real life, but he's not the guy in the chair. I forget his name. <laughs> Me he, too, yeah. Um, and I also watched the second and probably last trailer for the movie I'm most excited for this year. Mm. You can't guess it, King. <laughs> Give me hints. Yeah. Who am I? <laughs> you won't get it. I'm, I'm missing my who am I. It's been a month. I All won't right. get it. Okay, just tell me then. All right, the guy who plays the Punishers in it. Oh, yeah. John Bernthal. Johnny Bernthal, yeah. Bernthal, yeah, that's the one. JB. That's right. Yeah, no, I don't know. Many Saints in Newark, this oh, yeah. is prequel you... film. Yeah, nice. Keen, like literally falling off my chair. Keen is a bean. What? Whoa. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just playing, y'all. I'm fine. I'm playing, I'm playing. Not in the head, though. What? 
But yeah, that's all my trailers. You oh, got anything nice. Else? Did you see no, any? it was just uh, Matrix 4 and Hawkeye TV series. So nothing on the Shang-Chi today? Shang-Chi, they showed the latest for Eternals and they showed this terrible Bella Thorne romance drama bullshit. And I'm like, why are we seeing this? Show They showed James Bond. They could have shown maybe Spider-Man, but I don't think that's in theatres for the trailer yet. Yeah, that, James Bond and... Eternals. And I was like, what was that nonsense? Yeah. So nothing of merit there. That's actually upset me. We need to move on to the next segment. So the latest MCU film, the 25th in this series. And what are we up to? Phase four, phase five? Foul. Foul. That's right, Foul. Zach Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> you still ain't watched uh, that, have you, bitch? No, I yeah, really I haven't. So. I've got one week left of uh, term, so maybe the holidays. Uh, but anyway, this afternoon, I went to Glenelg Filmhouse and I saw Shung Chi, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. Uh, say the full title. Oh, sorry. Shung Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. I just did a quick old... IMDB snoop on the old DDC here and uh, <laughs> I like it and shit man he's actually directed a few films I've seen recently including Short Term 12 Just Mercy and Glass The Glass Something. House there you go um, so he's worked a lot with Brie Larson wink wink and that's right <laughs> he's also um, he's an Asian director as well so Keeping in the theme of things, I don't know where they actually shot a lot of this. I think some of it was in Australia, I thought. But anyway, DDC, director, if you don't know him, you could check out some of his other films. Um, And it features our boy, well, I don't know how you pronounce it, Simu Lu? I'd probably massacre it too, so let's... Yeah. Anyway, he's he's actually a Canadian actor. Yeah. Um, who you might know from Kim's Convenience, which is on Netflix. I got through a couple episodes of that and then forgot about it, but it yeah. was it was it, it was wasn't all bad. right. I've watched probably six eps. And Miguel Aquafina and our, Miguel uh-huh. Aquafina, Our girl. Our girl Aquafina, who is obviously as you can probably tell from the trailer, the comedic relief of the film, although there are other funny parts. It has a nice balance of funny and serious. Um Ben Kingsley, uh Tony Chu Wow Liang, <laughs> and in her first film ever, I'm gonna say the name wrong, but Miang uh, Jang plays. Um, Is Z H a Jer word? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm learning something. Um, you. plays Sean, or if you will, Shung Lee's. There's a great joke about um him changing his name from Shung Lee to Sean. So we can be by Aquafina. <laughs> She's like, you went from Shung. To Sean, you couldn't get more creative. Like she has a whole, she gets so angry about it. It's so good. And we're, we're talking about just before um, Michelle Yeoh, who we absolutely adore and who's been around forever. Like how old is this woman? 1962. I can't do maths. She's 59. Whoa, you did that so fast. <laughs> I shouldn't be that impressed because it's simple maths. <laughs> I looked at it and I didn't have an instant numbers. I'm just mad props to you. Wow, 59. That She is looking good. She pops up everywhere. She's been around forever. Like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Super Cop, Crazy Rich Asians, um, 
what was that James Bond film? Tomorrow something. Uh, never dies probably. Tomorrow never dies. Boss level, as you mentioned before, she's even gum powder milkshake, which was terrible, but she was awesome. Um, yeah, so mad props to her. So basically, a ninety-eight percent Asian cast. So it's kind of this nice cultural breakthrough. We're finally getting an Asian-led and Ben Kingsley is Asian. No uh, one knows that. Really? Well, he's like Indian. That's part yeah, of Asia. Right, yeah, oh, 100%. Um, yeah, so it was good to see. Almost like when you're watching Black Panther, you're like, oh, this is so cool. You can definitely um, see why black people would get into this and hopefully Asian feel, people feel a little bit more represented because we really only had Wong as an Asian character in the MCU, maybe one other. Am I missing any? Just Spider-Man's power, but like oh, if yeah, you talk true. about a character with yeah. powers, Wong's the only one with the powers. Yeah. Yeah, so I did spoil a little bit before, but Wong does pop up in this movie in what is a cameo and then an integral part in the film later on, um, right right there before the credits, basically. Um, Sorry to get sidetracked by my man, Sir Ben oh. Kingsley. Oh, yeah, your boy. Beast. But his real name is oh. Krishna Pandit Panji. Wow, so no way. Just if, you know, talking about changing your name from... Yeah, Sean to Sean. Yeah, he he was a little more creative. <laughs> yes, he, wow, he definitely was. Uh, ben Kingsley, yeah, he's hilarious in this. <laughs> we laughed at his expense many times. Um, oh, quickly. Yeah. Is he the same guy that was in Iron Man 3? Uh, that He oh. does mention Iron Man, so... but. Okay. I don't remember him. Because he was him. the quote-unquote Mandarin in Iron Man 3. Yes. But it turns out he was an actor playing he, yeah, the Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's the same guy. Yes, mm. thank you, thank you. Because they were talking, referencing that and I'm going, what are they talking about? Because I was saying to Tim today, I'm like, I need to rewatch the MCU. Because I'm so giddy right now. At some point in uh, phase three, they're all like, oh, don't worry. The Mandarin. Oh. The Mandarin. <laughs> I am a four-year-old. <laughs> the Mandarin will return. And they Big said time. something like, and will Ben Kingsley. And I was like... Are they saying that they're going to be two different people or is Ben Kingsley fucking coming back? Nah, Ben Kingsley comes back probably a third of the way into the film, closer to halfway. He rocks up like, who is this dude? I didn't remember him from Iron Man 3, but there is references to that and now it all kind of makes sense. But yes, it's the same guy and he's another comedic relief in the film as well. Um, so you really do have that nice balance, but there's some really great fight sequence in this and there's bits where it feels like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like the aesthetics of it all and the chore- the choreography and the stunts are wickedly done. His sister is badass. Um, and then Aquafina's along for the ride, basically. They're besties who've known each other since high school. But yeah, we don't really know um, much about Sean because he's obviously hiding some things about himself and then there's just a huge fight scene on a bus genital warts it's the ca- <laughs> which is basically the catalyst for it all um and the dad's been around in lots of uh, asian films as well but i'm not too familiar with him um yeah look it's two hours 12 minutes it went pretty quickly there's a lot of flashback stuff i'm like oh, let's stop let's stop with the flashbacks but um it got into it a lot and we were noting when we watched the trailer that it didn't really feel like an MCU or like a Marvel film. And it still doesn't feel too much like that when you're watching it, except that there are references to Iron Man. There is um, Abomination makes a cameo. And as I said, Wong's in there and these sorts of things. Tim Roth or just Abomination? Abomination. Not Tim Roth. Um, So there are elements of MCU within it. So obviously it belongs to the world, but it really is a standalone film that you 
don't have to have seen any other of the films to see it. And it's really the origin story for Shang-Chi. And by the end of it, it's kind of like, if I quote-unquote another cameo that's in, at the end of the credits, Welcome to the Circus. It's their sort of entry into the universe and being part of the Avengers. Highly recommend it. I give it like probably an 8.5 out of 10. Really? Yeah. Is that recency biased or? Recency bias. As in you literally just saw it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Questions. Thank you. Me first. His hand was up, people, for those of you at home. Quite a while. Wow. <laughs> Lucky it wasn't my Pfizer arm. Right. Fully vaccinated. MJK over here. Yeah. I Got d- my first jab in two weeks. Pray I was for me. bullied into it by my conscience. <laughs> Not a bad thing. Not he a bad thing. like, look, son, you need to get out there and get stabbed. That's the coolest shit you can do here on these streets. So I did. Anyway. What's your question? <laughs> My question is, where does it fall in the timeline of the MCU? After Endgame, because they reference the fact that, like, Aquafina's mum's angry at her that all she does is valet parking. Like, that's her whole job, even though she becomes the driver of she, the whole uh, thing. Is she uh, an Asian stereotype mother? Yeah, yeah, she's well, she's got some uni degree, but she's just not doing anything with like. There's a great quote later in the film: "If you aim for nothing, you hit nothing." I'm like, fucking love that. Ah. Simple but genius. And that's a big part of Aquafina's storyline. motivating too. Yeah. Like, hey, Jade, you know how yeah. you set out to do nothing today and yeah. you accomplished that? Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> exactly. I was like stuck with me. But um, yeah, anyway, she's probably disappointed that she's only a valet driver. I can't remember where I was going with that though. Oh, well, that's my fault. What'd you say though? Just where it falls in the time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, then her... I think it's Aquafina or whoever it is, they talk about the fact like you need to do something in life. We know that half the world could disappear in a second. So it's after Endgame for sure. But, yeah, it's tricky because obviously this was meant to be out uh, like a year ago and then but COVID shut down production. Everything. So like. But everything was yeah, affected so we're by still, it. But, yeah, this is. We're still on track timeline. Yeah, 100%. So I was just curious. because It's know, weird too with the two people that show up at the end. I'm like. I won't spoil that, Mike. Why them? Well, is it post credits? Yeah. Then just tell me because it's got nothing to do with the story. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, well, I did mention before the director has a connection with Brie Larson, so Captain Marvel and um, Eric Banner. Eric. Banner. Eric Banner. Wait. Um. Shit. Sorry. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. What's his, the character's name? Hulk. <laughs> no. He, um. His name. Oh, Bruce Banner. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't appear as the Hulk. It's Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner. <laughs> Eric Banner sent me for a loop because <laughs> Mr. Banner he 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 played he played Hulk way back when yeah he did I know and that's I think why I said it oh. that's the Banner connection anyway because when you really think about this it this is how I'll say it next time Captain yeah. Marvel and Hulk with okay. no you can say it Doctor Bruce with Banner. Wong because Wong takes Shung Chi Aquafina through a portal boom where Captain Marvel and Hulk are and they're talking to them and that's where he says welcome to the circus. But they need them for something else. So they're going to come up later, whether that's uh, in another film or in the sequel. Because there's another clip at the very end of the credits that's and to do with the sister. You know what I think? What? They're going to rock up. And you guessed it. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Well, they definitely could because of the Wong connection, but also it just feels like that sort of world when you see the special powers of these 10 rings that his father has and then he's trying to work out how to use as well. 
You could definitely belong to that world. Because you got two of the biggest powers potentially going head to head in in my girl Wanda and your girl Danvers. Mm. Yeah. Because uh. Scarlet's gonna be badass in this, isn't she? You reckon? That's what I think. Yeah. Because I'm like, what's Captain Marvel doing? We know she's got a sequel coming, but that's. It's not even hers. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's called she's... like the Marvels or some shit. Captain Marvel. Mm. Oh, okay. I don't know. Because um, it's the Miss Marvel I don't know TV why show. I'm oh looking my god, at there's just so like much this. Of it. I'm like, yeah, Jay. But yeah, and then you know what's uh, Bruce Banner got to do with it as well? So because he's the Hulkster. I mean, they could have just been there for information sharing. Like, oh look, we've called you in because we've noted this. We need your help, and then it sets up their next storyline, basically, and that the fact that they're a part of the Avengers. There's a lot to digest here. <laughs> there is, because this really is a standalone film in a lot of ways. But the fact is, well, no, now they're actually associated with the Avengers and probably going to be working alongside them. It's like it's like watching Scream 3 and then Jay and Silent Bob just show up. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? Wait, what were they going to do with it? But multiverse, we know now because of Loki and because Doctor, what's going to happen with Doctor Strange, which we don't actually know what's going to happen, but... The fact that he's coming soon. Because you've got Eternals in November and then I think... Oh, Spider-Man Spidey? in December? Is it November around there? November or, or December, I forget. Yeah. But super close. I know. I we're not used December. to it. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and Hawkeye's Christmas theme too. Damn, there's a yeah, lot going on. Hawkster's coming out, I think, next month. Isn't he? Isn't he? <laughs> Oh my god! Go juices. Anyway, go look. Too much. I'm sorry. Shung Chi, great film. Go check it out. Or um, else. Or else. Yeah. With that, it's now time for that MJK Spurs. <laughs> Known oh, as what that movie is. Yes, that movie. Yeah, basically, MJK here describes a movie in detail, replaces... Terribly. Yes, on purpose, replaces the characters' names with their respective Marvel character names because these movies will all have multiple, usually multiple MCU characters within it. And based on the descriptions using Thor, Hawkeye, whoever it might be. So if he says Hawkeye, we're obviously talking about Jeremy Renner. I've got to guess the movie. So uh, hit me with that recap. So. I'm scared. The clueless <laughs> one was bad. <laughs> we laughed a lot. But it was bad. So you strapped in. You ready? <sighs> Here we go. So Ant-Man. <laughs> oh, no, he's back. Was there a clueless sequel? There better be some other MCU character here too. All right, we've got Paul Rudd. Go. So Ant-Man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. will join us shortly. So this movie oh, is set in LA. So two families, they're rivals. The Capulets and the Montagues. Damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll keep going, keep going. Sorry, we're studying this right now with my nines. Just <laughs> a scratch. Just a scratch. Who else oh, is in man. there? Just Ant-Man. It's just... <laughs> get away from just Ant-Man. It's better when it was like Deadpool and Nick Fury and they'll be like, oh. But it was going to be so much fun going. because I'd be talking, you'd be like, when does Ant-Man get here? And then I say, <laughs> and then Ant-Man's at the party in an astronaut outfit. He's the prince. And then, He's going to marry. And then he disappears. And then I'll be like, and then... 
and I'd eventually call him Leo because I wouldn't start with. And I'd be like, and then Leo shoots himself. And then you'd be all like, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Romeo and all Juliet, right. directed by Baz Luhrmann, 1996 release. Starting again with the one that all was right. going to be Clueless. All right, Guess here we go. Guess that movie. Okay. So. Uh-oh. Howard the Duck. <laughs> I don't know who voices him. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll worry about that later. You ready? I yep. can tell you if you want. No. Nah. All right, here we go. So Howard the Duck, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Him and his boy, or both his boys actually, but he's got one that, that they he just likes to blaze down with him. That's all they do. They sit in the basement, they blaze. And then their slacker best friend comes in and be like, yo, you guys holding? And they're like, no, nah, we got nothing. Then he leaves. They tell him to smoke some turmeric or some shit. So he tries. As you do. He's the biggest slacker in the world. Like, you know, idle hands. Damn it, I said the name of the movie. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> really wouldn't have got idle hands <laughs> who plays howard the duck seth green and you got devon saw green wow jessica alba Vivica okay a. fox fun movie i haven't been on i don't think i've actually anyway. seen that either. i, I definitely would not have guessed that okay so we've had romeo and juliet featuring ant-man aka paul rudd and idle hands featuring howard well, the duck howard the duck otherwise known as seth green previously we've had Hitman's Bodyguard, because that's got Deadpool, Nick Fury, okay, Samuel Jackson, and Ryan Reynolds. What else did we... We had... Um, Bad Times at the El Royale. Bad Times at the El Royale. Obadiah. Yep, yep, and Thor. <laughs> Thank you, yes. Yes, he's the other one. And then... Have we had any others? Yeah, there's been others. But Clueless. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> with, with Ant-Man. But it's funny, because I showed the... Because we're doing Romeo and Juliet at the moment with my Nines, and I showed the 96 trailer. And there's just that one real quick clip where Paul Rudd takes... Um, her by the hand. Juliet, but who plays her? Claire Danes. Claire to Dane. the dance floor, and everyone's like, it's Ant-Man! And that was the most interest they had in the whole trailer. <laughs> but uh, look, there's always, there's always next week. And by next week, Eventually, we mean next month. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's the concept for you. So hopefully it makes sense. And if you've got any suggestions of what MJK could review or recap using just MCU names, let us know. Give us a shout out. supposed to hum while you yeah. tell, talk oh, about right. it. Oh, right. Oh, right. That's what's happening here. Okay. Well, we are coming to the end of this month's episode. Um, so uh, is there anything you're looking forward to finishing out or seeing before the next episode is recorded? So I'll be uh, watching some more comedy specials. I haven't figured out what yet, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm thinking mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching Jimmy O. Yang's Good Deal, which I think came out in 2019. Remember mm-hmm. Jimmy O. Yang, a boy from Patriots Day? Oh, yeah, yeah. My boy's a comedian. Love that film. Love that film. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, so I'm thinking I'll watch that just to keep with the, you know, the homies. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to mention that I finished watching Piggy Blinders season one. So oh, I'll cool. hopefully get through some Piggy Blinders season yes. two. Um, I'll most likely be reporting on some Fresh Off the Boat and The Simpsons. I got some cartoons that I'm watching that I'll probably finish. And uh, hopefully I'll finish... 
the uh, the Avengers game, which isn't great. And maybe but Brooklyn Nine Nine too. Ooh. You'd be able to smash that. You could smash that in one night. <laughs> Janus, what season is it? Besides final, uh, eight. Sick. Yeah. Ocho. That's how they say that in Espanol. <laughs> Ocho. Damn. Um, I myself have got one more week of term and then holidays, so I'll be able to hit up a few extra things. I got into a groove recently with movies, so good for you. Try and stick with that. God but bless. there's one app left of Nine Perfect Strangers on Amazon Prime. There's the last eight episodes of Lucifer ever have been released. I've watched two, so I've only got six of those to go. So I'll definitely have Lucifer to talk about next ep. Um, what is it now? It's September 18th today. Do you know what I'm predicting? What? They will be talking about the rest of What If. Yes, What If has had... It's only about halfway through the season, though, so potentially not. Jade. What? I think we've got four episodes left, maybe. Oh, Maybe oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not before, but before the end of the season. Uh, what else is Eric? There's quite a bit. I don't have any set plans. I'm currently reading um, you would, mate. You would. The Lost World by Michael Crichton, which is, you know, the sequel to Jurassic Park. Uh, Tim lent me that. And I'm playing Life is Strange Two Colors, the telltale story on PS5. So I might have those to talk about as well. Yeah, so only three episodes left of What If. Oh, okay. So we can very well have that done. Speed round. How old's Michelle yet? 59. Ah, uh, I should have said what year was she born. 62. <laughs> <laughs> Test passed. I made up for my poor maths earlier. Um, so that's, yeah, what I've I've got to be honest. I was kind oh. of impressed how quickly I did that too. <laughs> just a small flex here on you the podcast. You know how I was going to work it out? Like Jennifer Anderson's born in 69. I was just going to work backwards in, in sense a, of forwards. You that's know? not a bad way. She's only 52 and there's seven years difference. So I would have gotten there just way slower. But yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, they're the things I'm looking forward to. I don't know if I'll see Justice League, but... Uh, I'm going to give you... Oh, damn. No, 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 no. It's, it's all no, right. No, 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 Going to give you one piece of homework. because you Okay, not not a four-hour film, please. You're notorious at Supercop? not doing it. Uh. You're not going to watch Supercop. <laughs> yeah, I want to. All right. Here's what I need you Just to do. find her. All right, you listening? Mm-hmm. You're going to need to go to Sunta <laughs> Castle Plaza. <laughs> what is this? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, okay. And get yourself a lemongrass bar me. Lemongrass chicken. Okay. All right. In uh-huh. the rolly good deal. Okay. Okay. With the vegetarian spring rolls, not the chicken rolls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Balance. Drink of your choice. Okay. You're going to eat it while watching one of the things you were talking about. <laughs> Holiday plans. There Didn't it is. have any before. Now I do. And you'll hear it here first, kids. She won't do that. Or will I? Ooh, little rascals and shit. Thank you for tuning in to not another podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. All one word, not another podcast with two T's. Or check us out on Twitter, Tweets by Nap. Wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.